0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy basketball tools and analysis on the entire internet. And now, on top of that, they're doing prop betting for the NBA in conjunction um, with our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash watchingtheboxes, where we will be putting out a prop betting um, interactive uh, Twitch broadcast every once in a while, go check out twitch.tv slash watching the boxes, subscribe or get turn on those notifications. If you want to get into prop betting and degenerate gambling with myself and hashtag Basketball.com. probably not the best non-degenerate gambling. How about that? Uh, It's probably a better ad read. And of course ThriveFancy.com. use that promo code. W-T-B, watching the boxes, W-T-B, and get a free $20 with your first $20 deposit or more. That is ThriveFantasy.com, promo code WTB. i I'm your host, Mike Catron, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Michael, what a great day. It's, uh, the, the weather is turning. We had, um, and I don't know if you're aware of this, Tyler, but uh, there are, I believe, eleven seasons in Chicago. Eleven different seasons uh, of the of of the year. Are
1: you are you googling this as you're saying it?
0: I am because I I want to make sure I get all of them correct for you. So recently, we had um, the spring of deception. So there's obviously winter. And then there's Fool's Spring, where it gets a little nice out. And then there's Second Winter. Recently, it was in like the 60s, really nice. That is the Spring of Deception. We are currently in Third Winter here in Chicago, Uh, but I I hopefully we will be entering Actual Spring soon, and then it will be um, the Devil's nutsack hot immediately right after a rainy spring. And then there will be a false fall uh, before our second summer. Um, that is the many seasons of, of Chicago's of horrible weather that the more I the more I experienced the world I grew up in Illinois my whole life and the more I experienced the world, the more I realized like our climate is, is actually pretty fucking nonsense. It's, it's just never the same.
1: Yeah, I mean, the climate, the every, all the weather is just a strange
0: thing in general. Well, it's going to get weirder, because uh, the, the climate, it is, uh, I think Bob Dylan said, the climates, they are a changing. He, did he say that? I think so. I think that oh. was Bob Dylan. Robert, Di- Rob Dylan, I think. Oh, Bob Dylan? Said that. that Rob <clears> <throat> Zombie's brother? Or? No, I think it's Matt Dylan's uncle. Oh, Okay not sure not a not a actually I, I do enjoy music uh the t- the the weather's getting better tyler i'm in a better mood you can go outside without freezing to death um and soon it will be soon will be summer but that also means that soon we'll be in like fantasy playoffs time i mean like i bet you there's some leagues out there who were taking a very conservative look at the season and their playoffs might be starting hell. Even here in week 14, there's seven weeks left. That's
1: it. That's it. Seven weeks left of the NBA regular season. So if you're in a Roto league, you play all the way up until May 16th. You have seven long weeks remaining in this bad boy. And, I think everybody knows this is the time of the year where things begin to get absolutely wild. Teams just give up completely and try to lose every single game. Um, Other teams just pick a guy off the waivers and literally play them 30 minutes a night for the rest of the season because they can. It just gets absolutely insane and, Now's really the time to pay attention to your waiver wire and pay attention to rotations and see who's sitting out. And because I think it's only going to get crazier this year because the schedules are very condensed for every team and some teams more so than others.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're talking about some teams just uh shoving in those games. And I mean, we're also we don't know what's going to happen between now and uh the end of the season. It does sound like uh, some teams have started to be vaccinated, which is super positive. That could mean, even for a fact, depending on uh, what city you live in and what's going on, p- uh, potentially fans uh, enjoying playoff games live. I think that'd be really nice as long as it's done with uh, adequate safety precautions. Uh, players are getting uh, uh, vaccinated, so that could mean potentially less Sitting from COVID, but if there are more COVID sits in uh, games missed, I don't know where they're going to shove those games into. I don't think they're going to extend the season just to get some games in. Which no, I, no. I, I, what does that mean for records at the end of the season when it comes to playoff season? So they'll probably do the same if if this happens, which there's
1: no guarantee either way yet. But if this happens, they'll probably do the same thing that baseball did, which is basically we go by win percentage. And then if the game matters, we make you make it up at the end, right? Like if you're a half game ahead, Mm -hmm. but you played one last game, you know, going into the playoffs, then you actually have to play that game on basically the day after the regular season was supposed to end. Um, If it doesn't matter in the standings, then you just never play it. Yeah. And
0: some of these weeks got a lot of teams with five games coming up uh, this this week is not 14th most teams are playing four games this week with a handful of teams playing three but you're gonna you're gonna see lots of teams resting their players this has already been a condensed season uh if you're in a roto league i've said a hundred thousand times if you're in a roto league i think right now you know if you're on pace you're around 200 and depending on well i guess it's going to depend on how many teams you got Uh, You probably got 30 some games left uh, per position. I got about 20 games left per position. I I can
1: tell you, I can tell you this, which is a crazy stat. Tuesdays, there's only four games, which is a traditional thing we see a lot of times when like there's TNT slates. There is one more day with four games every other day in the remaining in the season. So this one and one more every other day has at least five. And I think there's only one with five games. And every other day has at least six games
0: for the yeah, rest of the way. I'm seeing a 12. I'm seeing a lot of uh, 10, 10 yes. games a night. The final uh, game, the, the final day of the season, 15, 15 the games. Streaming,
1: the streaming is going to get more difficult down the stretch because Absolutely. there's just so many more games. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so
0: it is. And I think.
1: You made a good point. Get your games in now. If you see. I mean, I don't have a good example. Jayshon Tate from the Rockets sitting out there, and the Rockets are playing. Pick him up and play him, man.
0: Yeah, he's playing well right now. I think you should be rostered on standard leagues. We talked about this in our trade uh, megapod. Get him on, get him on a team. I think the rest of the season, hell, he could be uh, pretty valuable on that Rockets team with you know basically nobody on that team and a lot of questionable. Do we bring Bre- Christian Wood to play on a team. That's not going to make the playoffs. Um, a lot of decisions are going to be made throughout the season. We're looking at uh, even some, you know, Ross, like George Hill. we don't know what's going to happen with the 76ers and George Hill, if he's going to play like meaningful minutes, that team is number one in the East. Uh, the Phoenix suns are number two in the West. Uh, we just like, there's a lot of teams that are in the mix that are very surprising and then there are teams that, like Detroit, who Ma- the Magic, we don't know if the Cavs have given up yet, but they should, probably should. Um, the Thunder have started to have completely sat Al Horford already. So, you know, <clears throat> if you, <laughs> for some reason, have not um, picked up uh, Mo Brown, if he's available in your league, you should uh, quit the league. You should disband the league. And yeah, you should and they, be and banned they- from playing fantasy basketball because he should be rostered in every single league. And, and
1: if you have Horford, I mean, just cut him. There's mm-hmm. no point. Like, not even put him on your IO. There's no point. They said he's out for the year. They're not playing him again. And then I doubt they do on this. The only reason they would ever, they would play him again because they say he's going to keep training is if, like, they had some catastrophic injuries. But at that point, I think they just sign
0: someone and play him anyways. Yeah. Go with your first instinct right now. Right. Tate's playing. We'll pick him up. Play him right now. Um, this Gilles Thunder Alexander. team.
1: You want to talk about this Thunder team for a second because I'm yeah, trying to figure out who scores a basket for the Thunder. They play the Mavericks on Monday. Who scores a basket? Dort is out in the concussion protocol. Yep. Shea Gilgis Alexander has a foot.
0: A foot. That's and bad Drop. He's
1: pr- he's probably not playing the rest of the way, and if he does, it it might be a little tiny bit at the very end.
0: Yeah. Drop it. If you're in a redraft league, drop Shea Gilgis Alexander. Horford's
1: out. Horford's out for the season. Baisley's <laughs> out. Who's getting a basket for the Thunder on Monday night?
0: I mean, I don't know who's playing who who will be playing uh, in this who's going to be playing in this game. I have no I have absolutely no idea do I need to care about Isaiah Roby? Uh,
1: well, and here's the thing. So, I'm guessing Theo, Williams? I'm guessing Theo Malbon plays point guard and he had 22 points in their last game.
0: Yeah, I like him um, as a flyer.
1: Yeah, he's been he's been good actually. Um, and I think he's going to play well down the stretch. So, who is their shooting guard in this game? Is it Ty Jerome?
0: Um, I hope not, but
1: because that's like looks like, like it. Ken, Kenrich Williams, maybe like Pukowski is not a shooting guard. <laughs> they
0: He's take gonna play this a lot. Team away from Oklahoma City.
1: Dude, this team owns every draft pick hear. known to man. They're probably gonna be pretty good
0: couple years you you would think that right but we, like uh, Danny Ainge had about three billion draft picks in the last 10 years and he only had about um four good picks out of yeah that.
1: but see I think Sam Presti is smart enough to once he okay he's got Shea once he gets another piece or two he's gonna deal a bunch of those picks back for someone good
0: yeah I actually saw someone um say they could just play real life 2k and just Get the top three picks in the next like three drafts just by trading, just trading multiple draft picks to each one of those teams. Um, just stack them, stack that team, right? So, uh,
1: that'd be fun, yeah, it would. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what this Oklahoma City team is going to look like on Monday or going forward. Like some of these injuries, like Shea Gill is probably out for a while. Um, Basley's more of a week to week than a day to day with a shoulder contusion, he's already missed 10 days. He might not be back for a while. This Thunder team, probably not good. Um, guys I would pick up would be Brown, Maldon. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be afraid to take a shot on Pokushewski, maybe even. Like, what what could hurt? I mean, he got he's had two of his last three games. He's had 13 points. He had 10 rebounds in one, he's had five assists in two of them. He's blocked a shot in all three. Like, he might be able to help you down the stretch.
0: Yeah, I think Theo might be my only one that I would roster while uh everybody else may be just a, a streamer a stream here and there but you're talking about a stream where you're gonna get 30 minutes from somebody who probably half your league hasn't even heard of
1: right and i mean none of those guys like uh owned on an 18th deal 11 mm-hmm. roby 13 like none of those guys are owned in hardly any leagues and they play four yeah. times this week so i mean if your game your game right they play dallas they play toronto they play phoenix and they play portland not a great schedule but um someone's got to do something right they're not they're, they're going to score at least like 90 points
0: they i mean somebody's got to um another team that's in that same position it feels like detroit uh jeremy grant has been questionable and i i don't know how much longer they even put up a um the facade of trying to play real uh, basketball in detroit for the rest of the season you know what does that what does that look like? Is is uh, Sadiq Bay has been standard league relevant, I think, for a while. So I, you know, if he's surprisingly not rostered in a lot of leagues, uh, but I think Sadiq Bay should be should be picked up.
1: I think we see this every year with teams like this. You know, people just forget about the Pistons; they don't want to deal with it. And Bay's numbers don't look that good because he was playing twenty minutes a game um, for the season. If you look at just his ga- his numbers in the last nineteen games when he was starting. Um, He's averaging over 13 points. He's averaging over five, five rebounds. He's averaging almost steal, and he's averaging really good three pointers. So he's, he's a real good streamer and a guy you probably should just pick up and hold.
0: Yeah. Because where, where is this team? Where's this team going? He's pretty much the only player on this team. That's even getting 30 minutes a game. Uh, At this point, you would hope that means more minutes for Mason Plumlee, who is a decent fantasy player that you could stream every once in a while to get your rebounds. Um, the addition of Corey Joseph is—I mean, do they have a point guard? Is Corey Joseph now the de facto point guard? Well, Dennis
1: Smith, I think, was the guy that they wanted to play more when they traded, but he's got something they're calling
0: bilateral lumbar soreness. Okay, uh, that sounds bad. That sounds like um, your like your back, right? Sounds really like if your back is messed up. Uh, you you can't do anything. I don't like. I'm not. I'm not old enough to be uh, going to the chiropractor yet. Uh, but uh, if you've ever thrown your back out, even just briefly for some stupid reason, you know that like like, like you can't even get out of the uh, get off the chair. So let alone uh, play basketball.
1: Yeah, I think Killian Hayes is coming back here in relative short order, which is good for. The Pistons, right, and good for maybe fantasy basketball. Like, I don't think he's going to be great. He was pretty bad um, in the time that he played, but he could be a guy
0: getting a lot of minutes and give you some decent assists. Yeah, if if, if Dennis Smith Jr. is not legitimately just like messed up, injured, and he's actually going to play, uh, which, like I said, if the back backs are nasty, uh, and this could be anything from. I mean this this could be an this could put him out for the rest of the year <laughs> in a weird way because like they might just go why would we risk this at all Jr. is probably the only guy on this team other than Grant obviously uh that I I would have on a roster long term Sneak Bay at least for the short term
1: though Oh yeah I think Bay for the rest of the season should be should be good because they just need someone to score, and someone's got to get the buckets. Um, and then Plumlee, as long as he's playing, I think he needs to be rostered. The question is how much longer does he play?
0: Yeah, and it might not be very long. Uh, we, I mean, so for, the, the good news or bad news,
1: depending on how you want to look at it, is like yeah. who? what other big men do they really have? Like They could give Isaiah Stewart more minutes, but he's got some foul issues when he plays big minutes. So they're going to basically have to play Plumlee quite a bit because they really still have another big man.
0: No, no, they do not. I, just, I think Plumlee doesn't have a choice but to play. Um, this is this is where you're going to start finding value here in the weirds of the season, the weird period where um, we just, like, even, like, good players. I mean, we've, we've got a string of injuries out there. KD sounds like he's going to be out a little bit longer. Obviously, LeBron has been out for... the yeah, Mark Stein reported
1: KD's out for another week just
0: on Sunday, so... Yeah. That's not great. Uh, You still got a lot of teams resting people back to back. I think you're going to see a lot more of that as the uh, condensed schedule gets even more condensed.
1: Do you want to play a traditional watching the boxes box score look at something? Because I think this might be interesting. Let's do it. Um, The Suns played the Hornets in the early game on Sunday.
0: Okay. Let's take a
1: look. Um, Went to overtime.
0: Okay.
1: Um, Suns did everything you'd expect the Suns to do mm-hmm. for the most part. Yep, Hornets, Booker got weird with it. Yes. Uh, and Chris Paul did not get any assists. That was the only strange that's part weird. From, from their line. One he assist. had one dime in the game. Um, letting Booker handle the ball a little bit more in the game that I watched, um, which could
0: be good for Booker's value going forward. But, uh, I think that's good for everybody's value, Chris Paul. Uh, ho- hogging the day of ball.
1: Side note, Cody Zeller came off the bench. Now, Cody Zeller has been banged up a little bit. Uh, that's a shocker to everyone I know. Played 11 minutes. Bismack Biambo played 15 miles bridges, 37 off the bench had a nice 18 Mm. and 12 line. Could this be a shift for the Hornets of just not caring and playing miles bridges and PJ Washington
0: together at the four and the five. I hope so because now PJ Washington played 44 minutes at zero points, which is very like, that's incredible. Um, Oh, for
1: seven. I mean, he probably just was, I mean, I didn't watch all this game. I watched part of it. Um, probably just had a real bad shooting night and then didn't get the ball anymore, which is, which happens to role players, right? We've seen that all the time.
0: It happens every once in a while. He still had 12 rebounds, two steals and two blocks. This was not a, uh, Tony Snell, uh, you know, uh, uh, over 44 minutes, zeros across the fucking board, which is, uh, definitely happened. Uh, go look up some Tony Snell. One
1: of your better rants is, is the yelling. How can he not grab a rebound?
0: (laughs) What are you you doing? Where are you on the court? (laughs) Where one one stray one stray off the rim couldn't have bounced to Tony fucking Snell. That's how out of position this idiot is, but he still has to play 35, 40 fucking minutes. It uh it just doesn't make any any sense whatsoever. Actually That's
1: a watching the boxes classic. That might have been right. from the first season of this when you just yelled, yes. just yelled into the microphone, how can Tony Snell not grab an F and rebound?
0: Yeah, go Go find out whatever that might be. Episode, I mean, we're almost at episode 400, Tyler. Can you believe that?
1: Dude, that might have been that might be episode one. That might be, that,
0: that's <laughs> that's one through classic. one, <laughs> one through 122. I think is uh something about Jim Boylan or Tony Snell. Um, but look at let's go look at the, Let's look at the Charlotte roster, right? Like Devontae Graham is now taking up all the minutes that LaMelo Ball uh, missed. Devontae Graham should be rostered in all standard leagues, I think. He's going to play the minutes. His percentages are bad, obviously, but he scores in bulk and gets good assists. So I don't know why Devontae Graham is, is not rostered everywhere.
1: Yeah, he's, he's going to be the player we saw last
0: year, right? Yeah. Guy just, that, which is good. But yeah. Who's like great. the number? I think he won our, um, you know, uh, all-star award of the, the best waiver wire pickup last year.
1: Right. Um, the problem isn't like you mentioned
0: that you got to watch percentages. They're going to be bad. They're going to be very bad. Um, Miles Bridges. I, I once again, I've been, I've been saying it all year. For some reason, I am watching a lot. I've been well, not anymore because I think I was just watching Lamelo Ball, but even though I wasn't like terribly excited about Lamelo Ball, I just I seem to because uh, it's like usually the first game of the night, so it's like Charlotte's on. I'll catch the first half of the Charlotte game. That's the only East Coast team I want to watch, and um, for some reason, and every single time I watch Miles Bridges, looks great. And I think you could see Miles Bridges be great in the second half of this season,
1: yeah, and that's what i mean and i am just hoping this is kind of a shift to like play Washington, play bridges like Plumley, biombo, they're fine if your other team's playing like a Steven Adams, like I see the value of playing those guys, but other than that, like I mean. DeAndre Ayton. Who's guarding DeAndre Ayton? Is Bismarck Bianba guarding DeAndre Ayton? Is Cody Zeller guarding DeAndre Ayton? No, neither one are guarding DeAndre Ayton. So you don't have anyone to guard DeAndre Ayton. So you might as well just play your best players.
0: Yeah, just get him out there, see if he can run the other team off the court. And they almost did. Um, but DeAndre Ayton tore him up, 14 rebounds. Um, though, I don't know, there's three, even, even Terry Rozier had 10 rebounds. Tony Snell can't get any of them, but fucking Terry Rozier got 10. 10 rebounds.
1: Yeah, and I mean a lot of times that's just the product of shooting three pointers, right? Like there's long rebounds to be
0: had. Now for Tony Snell, um, the other team. There's one more team. I forget. I already forgot who the fuck it was. Uh, that I'm. Uh, did we talk about Houston already? Magic.
1: Magic Rockets. I mean, pick your pick your poison. If you're get yeah. from bad teams, right? Like there's
0: just a lot of them. The magic. I think there's going to be... We talked about this in the previous episode, so we won't belabor on it. But, um, you know, there is just opportunity there. And uh, we got to see how they position themselves with Wendell Carter Jr., who I think at 30-plus minutes a game for Wendell Carter Jr., which I don't know why they wouldn't be playing him 30-plus minutes a game here. Uh, I think there's a lot of value in Wendell Carter Jr. uh, with that type of minutes. But, okay, there's there's a lot of other, there's four other positions to play on the damn team. And really nobody I like really truly love. I mean, Kim Birch has been playing pretty well at center, but what are they going to do with Wendell Carter Jr.? So like that's already, the one guy I actually like on this team, you got to wonder if he's going to get outplayed by Kim Dan Birch. So um, really over this week 14, that's like the number one team I'm going to be watching.
1: And and they have a game on Sunday against the Lakers, which is after we're recording this. Um, I think that's a game, a pretty game to watch and just see what happens, right? Because um, Terrence Ross is questionable for that game with a knee injury. Maybe he plays, maybe he doesn't. But the other guys are all supposed to be available. So Carter <laughs> Jr. is supposed to be available. Porter is supposed to be available. Um, just yeah, see but- what, what they're doing. And, like, is Okiki going to play a ton of minutes? Is Birch going to play a ton of minutes? I don't know. Are those guys, you know... 18 minute a game guys like who is getting the minutes they have a lot of guard wings and uh Gary Harris is not available he's got an adductor strain so he's out for this game but they got a lot of wing types like Okiki you know uh James Ennis, Dwayne Bacon like who's playing the minutes right is it Otto Porter is it one of those other guys who's getting the minutes who's doing what that's something to to watch because this Magic team just like every team every team has a couple of standard League relevant guys right out of,
0: Magic, a, out of pure stat,
1: out of just pure minutes. Yeah, pure minutes and pure. You, you got to score, you know, 100 points a game and you got to get X number of rebounds and X number of assists and X number of steals. Like every team does. Like even if you're the worst team in the league, you still get a relative amount of all those stats. Um, who are those guys going to be for the Magic? I think Terrence Ross went healthy, which he's going to be one. I think Wendell Carter is going to be one. That third and maybe fourth one is kind of open season and it's going to be who gets the minutes and who just does the things. And and that's something to watch.
0: Yeah. I'm keeping an eye on Okiki. I think potentially we see young players come out of nowhere and even just for even minor stretches put together very good fantasy value. And as we were saying at uh, at the beginning of of this pod, if anyone is playing really well, even for a small stretch, go get those quality starts. Yes. Period. So let's let's get into week fourteen. Uh, week fourteen, like you said, probably one of the last regular ass weeks of the year. H- huge slates on Monday and Wednesday. Only four games on Tuesday, so a lot of good streaming uh, potential in there for a Tuesday Thursday type of stream. Oh, uh, particularly with the Orlando Magic Tuesday Thursday game.
1: Here's the the two teams. Right. So Friday also has ten games. And then um, the rest of the week is is a little bit lighter. So the two teams, if you want to pick up someone for Monday's game and have them for the entire week, pick up someone from the Magic or Sixers because they play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. All the days where there's not that many games. So um, if you're going to pick up one or the other based on schedule, you'd probably go for Sixers because they play the Nuggets at Denver, at Cleveland, Minnesota, Memphis, not a very difficult slate. The Magic have at Clippers, at Pelicans, at Jazz, at Nuggets, probably going 0 and 4 and getting blown out 4 times. Uh, yep. But uh Ooh, that's a tough t- slate. Yes, it's a very tough slate for a team that just literally sold every everyone
0: every starter
1: it. they had that's is either hurt or to now on a different team.
0: Yeah, so, but that, that will be uh, that will be episode one on my uh, the the twitch.tv the boxes prop bet show. Uh, bet the spread against the Magic every single game this week because I, I bet you three out of the four hit.
1: Yeah, and they're, and they're gonna get rolled in some of those games. Uh, they're gonna just, get real rolled. Um, And the Utah, at Utah, at Denver, Saturday, Sunday, back-to-back, just the NBA sticking the knife in the magic. Yeah. Uh, uh, But, yeah, like, even guys like Danny Green, Dwight Howard, maybe Shake Milton, like, they're all going to be good. Matisse Dybels, if you need steals, like, all those guys are fantastic pickups. Like, Matisse Dybel could get you 12 steals this week. Crazy. Four games late. Playing Denver, Cleveland, Minnesota, Minnesota, Memphis.
0: Yeah, no, I mean that, that could be done before before Game Four,
1: right? That's what I mean. So so there's somebody, um, you know, Danny Green, who's always underrated, only on forty three percent of leagues, yet being like a top one hundred player on the season, just because he's going to get you really good threes, he's going to get you really good steals, he's going to get you almost a block a game. Um, the magic or the magic, the Sixers need a center. And Dwight Howard's averaging eight rebounds in 17 minutes a game, and he might not play a ton more than that, but he's going to be good too. Yeah.
0: In the last month, I just want to let everybody know, if, if you're in a nine team, if you give a shit about turnovers and percentages like you should, um, Danny Green is currently in the top 20 in the last month per, uh, actually total value, total value. Danny Green can
1: ball, man. I don't know why why everyone always hates on Danny Green. He's good, man.
0: Top 20. You know who's in the top 30? Joe Ingles. Joseph Ingles. Top 30 totals for last month.
1: That's the, the Robert Covington special where
0: people just don't respect the game, man. Nope. But when you're getting three threes and four rebounds and a steal and a half and a block like these guys can do... Um, except for angles, Uh it matters, and your your percentages matter too. And like I know a lot of people punt percentages from the get go, or you play in um, a points league, which you know, good Anya or whatever. I, I'm playing in a points league this year, and I don't, you know, Tyler, I don't hate it. I don't hate the points league that I'm playing, and I kind of, I kind of get it. It's very straightforward. Um It simply is just play more games than the other person
1: <laughs> well, yeah and it's just I, I also takes some of the the fun out of it for me in the sense that like if x player averages x points he's probably going to keep putting up x points in the fantasy league so like making trades is super easy i are just like does this guy get more points or does this guy get more points okay i'll have this
0: guy yeah it's it's actually. Sadly, like because there hasn't been, a, I don't think any trades. Maybe a couple of trades in this pointless league that I'm in, and it always comes down to well, who's per game, and so the only trades you can make personally in a points league is like, oh, I know this guy is playing pretty poorly, or I know that uh, I think the guy that I have who's playing really really well right now, like his, like it's purely a look at the average points per game and make a trade. Based on what you're predicting in the future, period. Like, is it will Derek White take away from Dejounte Murray when he comes back? So, do I need to move Dejounte DeJounte Murray? You know, in the next couple weeks. And my answer was, Dejounte Murray's still going to do what he does, and he did. So, like, you know, it's it's it's. Those are the only trades you make in a points league, but they all have to be wrapped around points per game on the damn pretty much on the whole damn season so even if there's a guy in like a two-week slump you're not getting that the average points per game isn't going down which is probably a good better way to value it in your brain uh instead of like panic selling somebody who has a bad two weeks but um, it, i just i think it makes for a, a, a very lackluster um trade season
1: yeah, but it's why people like fantasy football in that sense, right? It's like everyone gets this, it's a point total and it's much easier to value things. And you don't have to worry about, you know, do I need rebounds over points this week? You know, that kind of stuff. Like it's much more, it's much more simplified, which it brings fantasy to the masses, which is cool.
0: Yeah, get that shit out of here, Tyler. <laughs> Tired as points league simplification. Basketball is a much more complicated uh, Maybe. Well, yeah. I, I, you know what? I'm going to say it is a more complicated game than NFL is pissing people off. Um, my problem is that there's just, there's not one game a week. So you can make the, you can go like, hey, I'm just preparing for my matchups. But to look at like five, like some of the, you know, the uh, four. That's what's been match-ups. interesting
1: about those little uh, two gamers, whatever you want to call yeah, them. Yeah. The back to backs. As um, is, is we've seen some some teams dominate in those second games by making just some really really good adjustments
0: yeah a good way to pick out some good coaching right the, um, we, i thought i would gain some um some pretty easy value out of like watching those kind of weird back-to-backs where they just play the same team twice and the only, yeah, the only thing i gained out of it was when coaches make a adjustment oh that's a pretty good coach right
1: that's it um so yeah and i think just in general um I don't. I don't hate anyone who's trying to play a weird fantasy. That's fair. Fantasy way, though. I feel like um, whatever floats your boat, man. Whatever, whatever you're into, I say go for it.
0: Tyler, you're a lot kinder of an individual than I am. Let's talk about your favorite waiver wire pickups for Week 14. Who? You already talked about Orlando Magic. You talked about the Sixers. Those are pretty good teams that are playing on off days, and they're playing four games this week. Uh, is there any other players this week that are uh, rostered in You know, 50% of leagues or less, which is in the article that you can find on hashtag basketball.com that Tyler writes every single week. He actually writes twice a week because he's um, – I don't know why you do twice a week, Tyler. It seems like a lot of work.
1: Uh, I've been cutting it down to one because we have not seen as many COVID uh, breakups that were ruining the the article. Um, so we're back, we're back to one, which is that's, good. That's um, positive. A guy I'll mention who just slipped under 50% and I can't figure out why is Mr. T.J. McConnell. Oh. Elite assists and elite steals. Yes, he's not going to score you a ton, but he also gives you almost four rebounds a game and half a block. Why does everyone hate it, TJ McConnell? It's,
0: it's the Why curse of, it's the curse of opening up your box score and seeing like six points and going, "What the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Six points?" When when people just refuse to look at the entire bo- uh, the stat line and go, "Oh shit, you know he had 15 assists and, and three steals." Uh, they just they just can't take the occasional six. Five assists and no steals, but you got five assists.
1: Yeah. And the play at Washington, home against Miami, home against Charlotte, and Ooh. at San Antonio. I feel like there's just gonna be some ripe opportunities for TJ McConnell to uh create his usual calamity and just make some steals and get some dimes. And um I feel like it's gonna be a good week for Mr. TJ McConnell. So that's a guy I'm super interested in. Um in this week. And I, I think in a week like this, you go more for categories you think you're going to need than overall production, just because everybody's playing so many games. And so you need to have your games be the ones that sway the, the important categories. So a guy like McConnell like, can win you two categories. That's perfect, right? Like, That's the type of guy you want to have. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, in, absolutely.
1: In any league. Uh, other dudes that are playing four games this week that look like good streamers, um, Sadiq Bay for the Pistons. I think he'll be good this week. Yep. Dylan Brooks, another guy who can win you three categories, points, threes, steals. Uh Noel is only owning 48%. Why? Steals, blocks, rebounds, going to win you those three. Uh, Danny Why? Green, monster, steals, blocks, three, is going to win you those. Why are these uh, people
0: not rostered, Tyler?
1: The other one's probably Jay Sean Tate, points, rebounds, and steals could win you all three of those categories um all yeah. owned in under 50% of leagues. so
0: and the noel thing really baffles my my mind right now because Mitchell Robinson uh was he's got a foot fracture he was died, he he ended up uh, breaking his foot and that is uh that's pretty shit but uh, no that, but no really another sucks.
1: one of those guys it's the same thing he averages no points and people go
0: ooh you get points four points why you do
1: that bro you ruined my life and I'm like, but he's really good, and it doesn't what? matter that he can't get any points. He's literally in the top. We got going to stop hanging out with those guys who talk like that. He's literally fourth in the league in blocks per game. No, I no, no,
0: Absolutely no. incredible.
1: And averages a steal and six rebounds on 60% from the field. Now, there are no attempts, but it's not like he's hurting you with 60% from the field.
0: The um, The Orlando LA game, I'm going to beat you to your usual question. Or versus the Lakers. Very interested in that game. Who the hell's playing on yeah, both teams?
1: That's a fun one, right? That's a like, that's a it's a weird one. Because um, like West
0: Matthews is like borderline standardly relevant now.
1: That I don't know how much Lakers non-LeBron non- uh, Anthony Davis you've watched, but they're a, they're an interesting bunch. I would not say that as a thing.
0: I'd say it's pretty telling that even without without those two guys playing. With all those minutes given back to the rest of the team, there's really still not anybody other than like Dennis Schroeder that I like on that team, fantasy-wise. I yeah,
1: Harold's been you know, just piling up his normal rebounds and points. Uh, sure. But yeah. other, other than that, I mean, yeah, nothing. There's nothing there. And like you want to see like Caldwell Pope or Townhorn Tucker or Kyle Kuzma do something, and normally it's just not a lot of anything. So, um, are you excited for Monday's Warriors bowls showdown?
0: Uh, I, yeah, I think that, be that's good. gonna
1: be Vucevic's first game, right?
0: Uh, no, Vooch actually already played. Oh. They got him right. They got him right into the lineup.
1: Uh, oh, I, I see. I missed that.
0: Yeah, as quickly as humanly possible. I don't even know if it was uh, if the league had approved the uh, trade, but suddenly he was in Chicago in a jersey and on the damn court. Um, playing with the bulls, and uh, they did lose their their, their first uh, their first game with Vujic. yeah but still I still working the out the Kings. Kings i mean yeah i, I don 't care uh, 20, 21 nine, nine rebounds three assists I think it 's going to take at least a couple weeks because especially if like if the idea here is to revamp the, the offense around a center that can pass that 's going to take more than two weeks that 's going to take a month. That's going to take maybe a couple months to get it get themselves in the playoffs. They might be a little frisky in the, in the, in the playoff, in the play-in games. If they're if they're playing a very different style than all these other teams have footage of. Um, Zach and Bujovic playing together. I do think, you know, Zach is obviously a high usage guy. I would love to see Zach not just jack shots for the last five minutes of the damn game, finally. Maybe Vujovic can slap some fucking sense into him. Uh, other than that, Zach obviously having a fantastic year sharing the ball which is something Zach doesn't like to do well and um, will be a nice learning experience for him I think round him out into a better player but not for fantasy I think
1: fantasy. I think to have put some some of their players just in roles that better suit them not just Zach but like yes. Kobe White can be a six man just score off the bench type, you know, like a lot of guys just in in better positions that are better suited for their game. And so I think the Bulls are just gonna be better in general.
0: Um, which is good, right? I mean This game was awesome. a bit that first game was a bit of a blowout. What I do not want to see at all is Pat Williams playing twenty fucking minutes a game. Pat Williams should be playing thirty minutes a game because Pat Williams is very good. The problem
1: the problem with that is they have two veterans who are also really good that play a similar position in Garrett Temple and Dad Young. Sure. And now Al Farrigamino. They might have a third one in El Yep. And
0: Lowry's got to get his minutes too. So
1: Right. And so, I guess I get it. Like, probably those guys, Young especially, gives you a better chance to win this second.
0: Absolutely. And that's why people were saying, oh, shot Thad Young. And I I actually was on the camp of uh, I, I think I started on the camp of like just get rid of every asset on the damn team they're fucking garbage, um, but Thad Young's I think presence alone like I mean, you hear a lot of this a lot but you've heard it from the players in Chicago as well is it like Thad Young stand stand-up dude, apparently, and just takes guys aside, helps teach them shit in the middle of the game, after the game, watches video with uh, with people, um, was really, you know, reached out to Wendell Carter on the way out, like stuff like that. Like Thad Young, great locker room presence. Um apparently Jim Boylan didn't know how to fucking even get him to be active in the locker room. Probably because Boylan wouldn't shut the fuck up, just yelling at everybody about how they didn't punch their time card in. The dumb bastard put a real time card machine in the locker room. Like, because uh, everybody wants a fucking manager. Everybody wants a boss. People love working for shitty fucking bosses. That was a great idea, you dumb fuck. Uh,
1: yeah, Jim Boylan, uh, not winning any Coach of the Year awards anytime soon.
0: There should never be a coach in any, at any level, f- period. Not even rec league, not even high school, not even middle school. Should not be a coach at any
1: level. Uh, I don't know if I'll go that far,
0: but I'm saying it. Um,
1: anyways, back to my, I think there's a lot of really interesting games this week and some of them, this is one of those weird weeks where some of the most interesting games may be like two teams that you would never normally watch in fantasy, right? Like, we mentioned some of those teams in this episode about, you know, like Houston and Orlando, like what are those teams doing? And so those are some of the most interesting games this week is what those teams are actually doing. And it might be bad basketball, but I, I think I'm going to be watching a lot of a bad basketball this week.
0: Yeah. Like I certainly don't want to watch the Brooklyn Nets play. I don't want to watch Harden dribble the ball out. Um, I enjoy really, I have enjoyed the Hornets even without Lanza Ball. ball, uh, but I'm, I'm interested in well,
1: those two teams do battle on Thursday on TNT. So I mean, just yeah. I mean, you can watch, you can get a little bit of uh, a little, bit of, little bit of what you don't want to see and a little bit of what you do.
0: <laughs> lucky, lucky us. Uh, I'm interested in uh, hopefully. I, I don't know if Oladipo is coming back this week. I think that's in the cards. Uh, I, would like, I would like to watch the Heat um, uh, put how they're going to put Oladipo into their rotation, what they're going to do with Bielitsa uh is is interesting to me like are they even going to wager playing him but I think there's a lot of Kelly Olenek minutes there in Miami and Bielitsa fits I think you could wager that he he fits better because he can stay in front of guys that Kelly Olenek can't
1: uh so Oladipo is out with an illness on Monday Bielitsa and Dragic are going to play all
0: right. Well, we will see very soon. Um, against
1: the Knicks. So Old Depot, I'm assuming, head cold, maybe misses that game, but probably plays in their next game, um, which is on Wednesday, I believe, against... Uh, it is on Wednesday against the Pacers.
0: Mm, I like that. Also, little little sneak preview. Jimmy Butler uh, double-double is a fun... is a very fun bet. Seems to always have plus odds out there. Uh, Jimmy Butler getting not always getting a double double but there was a there was a stretch there where that psychopath was just trying to get triple doubles um and he ended up getting about four in a in a, in a uh in his five game period which is pretty silly and almost getting it multiple multiple times so I was taking the Jimmy Butler um you know twenty going twenty eight and eight uh, if you can find that on FanDuel. And this is the kind of stuff you're going to get on bets. featuring me. watching the Here's, a
1: fun, here's a fun question I've been, I've been dying to ask you now that the trade deadline's over. All right. One crazy NBA uh, bold prediction you think is going to happen for the rest of the season. Could be anything. Could be about a player. Could be about a mm. team. Could be about anything. What the boldest Mike prediction there is. Ooh. Um... Here's a crazy one that that you could have made a million dollars on. If the season ended today, the first round matchup in the East would be Knicks against Hornets, four against five.
0: Yeah. Didn't see that coming. Didn't see Phoenix at two or Jazz at one. Pelicans upset going two rounds in the playoffs. That might be, that's in the cards.
1: Oh, now that's bold because I don't.
0: I wouldn't put any money on it, but I don't. Very possible. Zion You're, is
1: um, a freak, man. And that that dude. I mean, in the best way possible. Right. And that dude could do some crazy stuff. And they're letting him play point guard ish now, which is cool. Um, that hit, team just doesn't seem very good. Like Zion's yeah. good, Brandon Ingram, pretty good. That team doesn't seem very good. They're never, and easy. they're playing a lot of young guards like they play Nicole Alexander Walker and Kara Lewis, which good for their long term development, not good for winning a game right now.
0: Sure, and they also move JJ, so I just, you know, I would not put money on that. But if you want to bold prediction, the Pelicans have some silly talent where they sneak their way into the tournament, they sneak uh, into the playing games, sneak their way into the seven spot. Uh, it end up upsetting the sun somehow. Like that's all in the, that's all in the cards. Um, I really think.
1: Well, and I think too, we could see some, some strange jockeying in that Western conference, especially if the Lakers start falling to fifth or sixth, like are some teams going to try not to be third because they have to maybe play the Lakers in the first
0: round. That'll be fun. Cause I would, I would definitely be jockeying my way out of not playing Anthony Davis. and James, Well, but the, the
1: problem is right. Like, if they're sixth right that's the last one that's actually in the playoffs if they get in the play in that could be even wilder because you could literally see like suns lakers in the first round with the lakers being the seventh seed
0: it'd also be fun if the lakers got eliminated in the playing games that'd be fantastic that'd be very funny for me that would be wild
1: and it'll be interesting to see how how soon those two are healthy enough to come back and if it's toward the end of the regular season, like how quickly can they ramp up to be playing you know the 37, 38 minutes a lot of those superstars play in the playoffs?
0: Yeah, uh, especially after fairly decently serious injuries. I, I think they're being incredibly precautious with those injuries, but I even being precautious, that's a long time to be sitting, that's a long time to be out, and I don't think either one of those players want to be out that long. Even though this is the, you, you know, the oh, let's take a let's take a little rest before the playoffs time period for, for for certain players on the Lakers. Um, even so, I think four to six weeks is a pretty long time to said, not playing basketball. I'm with you there. Knicks Knicks championship this year? You think uh, it's in the cards? That could be. That's a bold prediction. I'm just jinxing the Knicks all the new Knicks fans out there. I uh, I actually hope I hope the Knicks make it to the second round. I think that'd be nice for the Knicks.
1: Uh that East is kind of wide open, I think, four through ten. Like I Absolutely. don't know, I don't know who in the world is gonna be up there. Like, I don't think Boston's good. They Heat have a chance to surge all the way up to fourth, and I think they probably will. I hope so. But, but like fifth i mean it's knicks hornets hawks celtics pacers bulls like none of those teams seem fantastic yeah to me. And,
0: and i don't know where the hornets or hawks are even in the playoffs like they're good they're not that good so they could stay they could go um and honestly the knicks they could stay or go uh the celtics are, uh, should be better but aren't the pacers should be better but aren't uh caris levert back thank you know, thank goodness Uh, And the Bulls just picked up an all-star. So that is going to be a fun ride, I think, for the rest of the season. Yes, and we could see a lot of
1: jockeying and and all the way up until the last second in that East. And I think it's going to get wild in the West to try to avoid that play-in, you know what I mean? Like, I think Dallas will come on a little bit. I think the Spurs could fade a little bit. And then we'll see, you know, can Dallas pass Portland or Denver and get get actually into the playoffs, or are they going to be in the play-in? And, I mean, I wouldn't be looking forward to facing Luca and Chris Dabson in the play-in.
0: Well, hell no. I don't want to face the Mavs. Mavs have been surging lately as well. I don't want to face the Mavs. Uh, but I don't, I don't want to place, face the Blazers, the Nuggets. I don't want to face any of these damn teams in the West. It's a murderous well, row. The thing, while the like, East, I'm like, all these if, teams kind of suck if, four down. If, in the West, like, all these teams are pretty good for if, four down. If Curry can
1: sneak his way in there, even in 10th, like – do you want to face Steph Curry in the play? Mm. Like, I get that Warriors team no. ain't that good. But if Steph Curry gets spicy, man, and goes for 60, mm.
0: you ain't winning. No, I I mean, I absolutely 1000% do not want to play Steph Curry in any game, let alone a, a, a single elimination playoff game. Um, shout out to Steph Curry though for at least trying to take the scoring title this year. Uh, 29 points per game It's only a few back from bradley Beal. fuck off bradley bill stop shooting the ball so much
1: maybe you will get shut down curry good
0: can surge past him let's go let's go
1: the crazy one is like how Damian lillard surged to to average 30 a game during that bubble stretch yes like, go back and look at that that was insane like he just in those eight playing games he absolutely went off and was not super, super close to 30 a game, and then ended up averaging over 30 a game, literally just because he absolutely killed it inside the bubble. He was averaging 28.9 points a game heading into the Walt Disney World restart, and he closed the season by scoring 45, 21, 51, 61, 42 to push him over 30 a night.
0: Is that good? Is getting fifty-one points and then following up with sixty-one points? Is that good?
1: And then just following up with forty-two, just for the sake. A you know shitty. What, I, shitty I, might, I might
0: as well. A shitty thirty-one points. The
1: craziest 31. thing was that fifty-one was on the second night of a back-to-back.
0: Yeah. Yes, against Philly.
1: Yes, and they needed every single one of those
0: points. They needed every single one of those points, and they needed every single one of those uh, 42 points to be Brooklyn. They needed all 61 points to beat Dallas. Like, Oh yeah. It was, and it, they were barely winning these games with him.
1: Well, and if you remember that Dallas game, they came back in the fourth quarter Yeah, from way down. And I want to say he scored like 20 in the fourth. Just, just, and like he was shooting from the logo. He was just going absolutely well,
0: off. That was what was beautiful. And like, I, I, I wanna I, I, it's been a year since the bubble and uh well no it's not been a year since the bubble it's been a year since basketball shut down basically and we're we're obviously um back at it. I will say the bubble was probably the best like the best thing that happened in the last year, probably. Uh it was some of the best basketball I'd seen, and also it was like a fantastic reprieve from society. The 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 Jordan uh, documentary and then the bubble really were like the, the two things that I can pinpoint as actual things that happened in the last year that I enjoyed. Um, and those bubble games are just some of the, even those, those all those regular season games is like, all I could do is watch those games. They were so good. Um, and just goes to show you like, you, you get these guys some rest. Uh, you don't make them travel all the damn time. How truly good they can play, how, how well they can play.
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, they're all absolutely incredible. All
0: right. I think we've labored far long enough. Tyler, week 14 is going to be probably your last regular week. So go check out that article at hashtag basketball.com that Tyler writes every single week. Tyler, do you have anything else you'd like to plug? Uh, No, man, that's it. I feel like uh, it's getting to the stretch run in fantasy basketball, which is always a fun time. Absolutely. If you guys have questions, I know you've been sitting them over to me. I know you send questions to Tyler. Uh, Probably send more to Tyler than me because I'll tell you, fuck right off, Uh, which I've never done. Anybody who sent me a a tweet, I've never said, hey, they asked me a question I've never said, fuck right off. Um, Not not once, Tyler. So If uh, if people are worried about that, send me any of your questions or feedback for the show or anything you'd like to hear for the rest of the season in the show. Maybe even later in the season we start talking about Dynasty. We start talking about the future next season even uh anything you want to hear we're here we're doing it for the listeners hit me up on twitter at watching the boxes you can find tyler at tyler p watts and in fact mine is watch the boxes at watch the boxes i always get that wrong i gotta get i gotta get watching the boxes too tyler do you have you say you don't have anything else to plug Oh, I think we lost Tyler, everybody. All right. Well, since we lost Tyler, please leave your feedback for the show. I'm still
1: here. I was talking while it was muted. You know me. Oh.
0: <laughs> show, almost show 400. We still, still not got all the kinks worked out.
1: We'll, we'll get there someday.
0: One, one, one of there. these fucking days.
1: <laughs> but it's been good, Michael. And it's going to be, it's going to be a crazy stretch run. And I'm excited for it. So let's just, let's just get to
0: it. Right. Absolutely. Um, hit us up on Twitter. Follow us on twitch.tv. If, you, if you're into prop betting, NBA prop betting, we're going to be doing some stuff on twitch.tv slash watching the boxes. If want to support the show, patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Shout out to all the Patreons. Shout out to the, all the listeners that are still out there who aren't sucking at their fantasy league, probably because they listen to this show, Tyler. Um, and stay safe and be healthy and watch basketball I'm going to write that one down that's not a bad sign off one of these days I'm going to get a sign off maybe show 400 I'll get a sign off Tyler cheers everybody Ah, one of these days cheers everybody and have a great one